What's up, fine folks, and welcome to episode 41 of Double Tapped. I am Jay. I'm Tanner. Tanner? Yeah. Time to go on a brief rant. All right. You, yeah, you, uh, you have the floor. For those of you who don't know, we've made it clear we live in the state of Kentucky. Yes. Kentucky is one of those pretty conservative states. Yeah. And some of these places in Kentucky have some pretty outdated liquor laws. <laughs> yes, they do. When I say outdated, I mean we, mean, we may need a constitutional amendment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to rectify the injustice that says certain hours of certain days, namely Sunday, you can't buy alcohol. Right. So it used to be a thing. It's county by county, I yes. believe. There are still dry counties in Kentucky. But it used to be a thing that uh, the county we live in was dry. Right. And now, uh, or not dry completely, dry on Sundays. Dry on Sundays. But now you can buy alcohol on Sunday, but there is a wrinkle that I did not know about until you just told me. Right. After 1 o'clock. You cannot buy alcohol before 1 o'clock p.m., and we are recording this at 12.30. Yes. Uh, just a little bit after noon. So as such, in rebellion, <laughs> I got obnoxiously large, these, fancy bottles of water. You laughed at me. I said that these things look like the Downy Unstoppable cans. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to go get one. It, I didn't process when you said that, but now that you say that, you're absolutely right. It absolutely looks like laundry detergent. And it's not even... It's such an odd constructed bottle that the fact that they would put in the time and engineering to make a bottle look like this cannot, I have a hard time envisioning them as profitable. Yet you're right. The shape is. <laughs> Sorry for the audio listeners, but the uh, the bottles look exactly the same. Yeah. Like they could be like two different brands of laundry detergent. Of the, yes, of the same line. Anyway. But this is core water. So we're <laughs> going to try it. What does that mean? I don't know. Is it water from the earth's core? It probably means jack shit. Are we doing that one first? Yeah. Okay. I do actually. Water sounds kind of nice right now. Well, that was my thought. Is it is a? It's twelve thirty, but that's slightly earlier than we normally record. It's yeah. slightly earlier than I normally consume a beer in a day. Yes. Uh, I had a beer in mind, and then they didn't have that anyway. But then I tried to buy it, and just they were like, "Nope, can't buy it." The lid is interesting. That it's like a normal lid, but it just has a hat. Again, yeah. sorry for the audio listeners. It's got a but... dome. You could trap a baby mouse in. It's about that size. <laughs> interesting description i would have said uh you know like a quarter of a cup but <laughs> do what you will uh and then to sharpen our minds we got some starbucks vanilla lattes because we're going to need them sharp for this upcoming draft yes. to tease our big topic for today this is our third and final week of our three ser- three part series of decade drafts uh, which we will get to shortly but until then tanner yes what you've been playing uh as we both try to open our coffees I have been playing a couple of things. Uh, I've still not gotten around to any more immortality because mm-hmm. I was streaming that game and just finding the time to stream this week has been tough. I've, I've worked like 50 hours already yeah. this week and probably will hit 60. Uh, but in the little bits of time I've had since we last recorded, I have been playing a little more 2K. Okay. I'm enjoying it. The thing, uh, something I, I described last time that I'm really enjoying is that they've made it much harder to just be a dribbling ass mm. uh, and that it takes a lot more of your stamina to do that which makes it feel more realistic and also less like spammy uh, but the big thing that I've been playing that I wanted to talk about is uh, a game called Gunfire Reborn Gun- never heard of it We, you may have seen it it was in like a direct or a I don't remember exactly what it was but uh-huh. some sort of conference that we saw and we're like oh okay interesting it is a multiplayer game Multiplayer shooter where you play as these little animals, uh, like uh, there's a fox and a bunny and you know those kinds of things, and you basically go level by level 
to try to get you have like three levels and a boss and then you go to the next world three levels and a boss okay. and the next world so on i think there are five worlds right now uh it's randomly generated and the maps they're like set maps it's like mm-hmm. a you know returnal or something where the maps are the same but the enemies are different and right. all that kind of stuff uh i've been playing it with a buddy and it's been incredibly fun <laughs> it is a very fun i guess as chill as a shooter could be uh but but it has the fun of like a returnal or some sort of roguelite where you get new weapons and that builds your build and yeah. you get new skills and the <clears throat> skills only apply for that run and um how far you make it on the run determines how much of this currency you get and then you can level up your skill tree to be better overall it's a very you know it's a tried and true method at this point yeah. but uh really fun i'm i'm enjoying it a lot more than i have or than i thought i would uh I thought it would be just like a fun casual thing, but it's one of those games I'm like, man, I could go for a run yeah. in Gunfire. Uh, the boss fights specifically are very hard, and that makes it a lot more fun than I thought it would be. Interesting. It's really good. Hmm. Also, before I move on, because I haven't played much, I would just like to note, hmm. this just tastes like water. It does. <laughs> <laughs> if you were wondering, it tastes like slightly cleaner water, I guess. Yeah. It tastes like purified water. It does. I'm a little bit of a snob. I like purified you water are. more than spring, <laughs> yes. but I'm not this level of water snob. Right. You're not so. buying Voss bottles. Not at all. It's funny. At work, we have we have a water cooler. Sure. But then, like, our guests get Voss uh, bottles, and uh, I'm like, that's smart. That is. Smart move. Uh, only thing I've really played this week, I also didn't have much time. I was bouncing around a lot. Yeah. Um, I did get the platinum in Curse to Golf. Hey, uh, congrats. I jumped back in. They had updated the trophy. All it took me was hitting one gold uh, idol to nice. pop that trophy. Uh, so I got that. And I did pre-order Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Right. Uh, and this is the first weekend of the open beta. Haven't gotten a chance to play it because I haven't been home. Yeah. Hoping to get at least some time to jump in maybe tonight mm. uh, just to try it. Because I don't really care much about progression in the beta. I just want to feel what the game is going to be like. So yeah, very excited for that. On to the news. Breaking news as of early this morning. Yes, literally like 5 a.m. this morning. Someone at Rockstar is getting fired. (laughs) Yes. Early development gameplay footage for GTA 6 has leaked. Uh, It features the reported female protagonist named Lucia, and also Hmm. it looks like a male protagonist probably named Jason. Okay. Uh, And another shows a playable character riding the Vice City Metro train. So there's a lot of these little clips that are are circulating. There's one like Twitter thread that has a bunch of likes on it. Um, that's how I saw it this morning. It's, I, I've seen a lot of conversation about it already. Again, we are very early doors mm-hmm. with this, but, uh, it, it's interesting to see a, that people are already mad about it, which is funny because it's an alpha, like yeah. this is an internal thing we were never supposed to see. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's going to look a little rough, but B that it, it started a bigger conversation about like how, how included should we be in a game's development? Sure. Uh, Alana Pierce made the a really salient point, which was that this makes her worried for developers ever fully pulling back the curtain mm. and updating, you know, at some point maybe they update us every six months or something because this, the, the backlash for people mad about this, which it's GTA 6, people are always going to be mad about yeah. whatever it was, um, but the backlash from it has been a, probably a net negative for Rockstar. Oh, for sure. Uh, especially that it leaked and that there's jokes about, you know, them not having the tightest of security or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also saw stills, and I, I I didn't confirm whether these were true or not, but I did see stills of the canned Red Dead Redemption remaster. Mm. Um, they were pretty basic. It just looked like texture up res, but it did look nice. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if someone... 
you know, it, it's fun to speculate in a way that, like, is this a disgruntled employee? Did someone hack in? Like, how did they get these files? But ultimately, they weren't for public consumption. I find them super interesting yeah. just to see a game in alpha. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think you and I are both, like, sort of fascinated by the development process sure. as a whole. So that's cool to me. I, I don't take anything... Do you do you put any sort of weight on what the game will be from this though? A little, and here's why: a, it confirms some of the previously heard rumors that sure. we'd already heard about. It the is game. Vice City. Vice City. Uh, there was rumors that it was a dual protagonist, male and female, like similar mm-hmm. to GTA Five, where we had three. Yes. This one just looks like they'll have two. Yes, it's Vice City. The only thing that I really take away from this though is. And this might be an anticlimactic thing to say, but this is also something that I think a lot of people are mad about. I'm not particularly, but it looks like GTA. Yeah, you know, it does. It doesn't look like there's been sort of substantial leap forward. You know, it looks like pretty typical. There's been a, there were some clips of shooting. Mm-hmm. It looks like GTA shooting for the most part. Yeah, uh, the graphics looks pretty good, but I mean, it's a GTA world. It's GTA driving. Right. This is not some sort of leap into the future. I didn't even necessarily want or expect to leap into the future. Sure. You know, I sort of my critique of GTA Five, if there was one, was that it's a jack of all trades game. It doesn't do anything amazingly well. Mm. So I wasn't looking for GTA Six to do anything amazingly well from like a mechanics standpoint. Sure. I just wanted a nice big fun sandbox to play around with. Yeah. So I'm not any more or less excited about the game than I was before this leak. I am not necessarily one of the people who was clamoring for when are they going to announce GTA 6. Sure. I'll play it when it comes out. Exactly. See, I there are a couple of things that I thought were good signs from it. Sure. Like the cloth physics looked really great. Um, that's not something GTA's had before to my knowledge. Uh, the There seemed to be an emphasis on like destructible environment mm. stuff. Even like bullet holes showing up in like the, the, the Vice City Transit thing was somebody was shooting right. in the bus and, like, the, the seats had bu- bullet holes. Mm. Like, those little things are nice touches that they will absolutely do. If you remember, one of my favorite game rollouts, kind of, is GTA Five because mm. they did all these ridiculously long looks at the game, <laughs> and they would be so, it was, like, so minutia-based. Yeah. Be like, now with flying, you can do this. And it was, like, that lady narrator the entire time. I, I assume those would both be touch points if they were to do the same kind of rollout. Um but yeah, it does look like GTA. GTA. I mean, I'm sure it's running on the five engine yeah. more or less, and that's okay. That yeah. is what the game is. Uh, I didn't expect it to be anything but a newer, better looking GTA, which I'm cool with. Right. This is not a Bethesda situation in the right. sense that no, they're no, no, being no, no. held back by their hardware. Sure. It's just okay. They're not leaping forward in a way. Right. They're not <clears throat> building the engine from the ground up. Right. The only problem with that, I think, is the time it's taken. Sure. I think that's what's built people's expectation for it to be something calamitous uh, in terms of just reshaping the open world genre or whatever. Because it's been, what, nine years already and we still haven't had any sort of news on if it's coming out at any time soon. So that's the thing that I think people are probably most upset about. Yeah, that's very true because I think we've all sort of been like, wow, GTA (laughs) 5 now on three console generations coming out again GTA online being updated every six months like whatever they are milking this game maybe more than any game ever in history sure uh totally when people are still you know out there like well can we get a sequel please yeah uh, so not calamitous by any sense but not a good situation for anybody in the rockstar offices going into this week I have yeah. to imagine yeah next up and really our only two stories, actually, back-to-back here. Uh, this past week, we had a state of play. 
and we had a Nintendo Direct. We did. So let's do, and I'm going to say, because we've re- recapped a lot of these small shows yes. uh, recently over the summer because they pop up a lot. We're going to blow through these quickly. Okay, sure. Uh, especially the Direct, because it gets into the weeds pretty deep. <laughs> Literally, there's a lot uh, of farming content. But the State of Play actually uh, has some interesting stuff. So we'll kind of give our quick reactions to each of the reveals and announcements from both of these shows. First up, the State of Play. Uh, this was September 13th. Ryan Dinsdale on IGN gives shout us shout out. He did the uh, he did the recap for the the uh, other show that yeah. we talked about last. Gives us a complete recap. Games. PlayStation State of Play September 2022. Everything announced. Leading off, and it's funny because we made a joke about this franchise last week. Tekken Eight officially <laughs> revealed. Cool, cool, good for you, Tekken fans. Yep. Do you know anything? Is Tekken like more hardcore? Uh, I'd say it's around the same level as like Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. It's it's got that same sort of fan base. I think Tekken has a smaller fan base than sure. Street Fighter, but maybe more passionate. I'm not sure. Yeah. God of War Ragnarok gets new trailer and a limited edition DualSense. Will you be buying the DualSense? Probably not. I don't love it. I like it, it's but fine. I don't need one right now. So I was yeah, like, same if here. I needed one right now, I might. Yeah. But I, I like it, but I don't love it. I think they could have done something cooler with it. But uh, the trailer. I mean, this game's going to be a 10. Yeah, I... It is. <laughs> See, I we were texting during it, and I was like, I'm kind of tuning out. Because yeah. at this point, I'm like, I don't really want to know anything. There's the one line, what, do you, what is it? You know it. Uh, death can have me when it earns me. Which is great. That's badass. Uh, you know, all the stuff we've seen from Ragnarok already looks great. Don't need to say much more than that. I broke. I watched the trailer. Can't wait. Dude, it looks <laughs> awesome. But I trust them a little bit to be a little, you know... Cloak and Dagger. Yes. Yeah. Like, there are definitely plenty. There's plenty in this game that we haven't seen. Oh, sure, still. sure, sure. Uh, Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge right. uh, gets a new gameplay trailer. This is a PSVR 2 game, so I won't be playing it. We're just going to not talk about the PSVR stuff because we don't care. Demio announced for PlayStation VR 2. Cool. Yakuza's Ishin spinoff game getting a Western release. I saw people really excited about this. Yeah, this is, I mean, Yakuza has a really hardcore fan base it does and i've actually watched quite a bit of uh rain arvez play some yakuza games and yeah. they look really fun they in do a, look fun in a very silly way yeah uh that i didn't expect but also like you know just a fun beat-em-up kind of thing so uh i'm excited for that and then there was a series of yakuza announcements after the show like they announced the next like a dragon game that's not mm. this i don't know there, there was a lot of yakuza news hogwarts yakuza. legacy is getting a playstation exclusive quest interesting to see playstation hitching their wagon to this game in any way. It is. This this has to have been something that was worked out far in advance. Yeah, many, but, many months ago. Because it doesn't seem like they're promoting it that hard. No. They're just like, oh, we are contractually obligated to say it, so here it is. Pacific Drive, the first title from Ironwood Studios announced. This game looks cool. I didn't see much from it. So this is the one that, yeah, because you were on the road, I think. Yeah. I, was, I was texting you, like, updates. Uh, this one was the, like, you're driving in a thunderstorm, but there's also, like, maybe zombies going on. Uh, but it's like a driving survival game, I guess is the is best way the to put it. Is this one that's a roguelite? Maybe. Like you're doing runs. I know there was a game like that. I'm not sure. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, I looked up the studio and they hadn't had anything before, so I'm, I'm curious about it. It looked kind it of interesting cool. and fun. Okay. Unique. PlayStation Stars loyalty program to start rolling out this month. <laughs> so this was stupid. It's like, I, I, don't, I, I couldn't ascertain exactly what you get other than these little collectibles. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this... Here's my theory on it. 
it started as a PlayStation NFT thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then they decided, yeah. oh, no one likes NFTs, but we've made all these assets. Let's give them out as collectibles and start this loyalty program. It that's would be that's cool. my theory. I mean, it seems kind of like trophy adjacent. Sure, yeah. And it would be cool to have like more like niche, unique types of trophies. Yeah, like a like a trophy showcase room yeah. or something. But on at the end page. of the day, it's just, you know, not much to add on to an already pretty in-depth trophy system. Yeah. Sin Duality is the latest game from Bandai Namco. Oh, right. A third-person shooter featuring mechs and art akin to Nier Automata. This was the game that I said, man, this looks very Japanese. Because mm-hmm. it sounds it did. very Japanese. Uh, it looks kind of cool, but yeah, it looks incredibly Japanese. I don't mean that in a bad way. No. This is a very specific style. Yes. Project Eve, renamed as Stellar Blade, coming next year. So, I remember when this first got announced, uh-huh. we thought it might be a Parasite Eve reboot. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is now, especially given the title. I think they would have called it Parasite Eve. So uh, it, it looks pretty interesting. It also looks very Japanese. Uh, it looked kind of cool. I don't know if I would be into the combat, but it was. It seemed pretty interesting story-wise. Yeah. This one and this is the last announcement from this show. I'm actually low-key kind of excited about. Neo developer announces open-world samurai game Rise of the Ronin. Yes. So, so. this looked pretty cool. This was... Uh, I think I I told you it looked like Ghost Ghost of Tsushima combat, but slower and more strategic. Sure, like it looked a little more plotting, uh, but the visuals were great. Again, similar points of inspiration I think from Tsushima, where it's like, you know, all these Kurosawa films and yeah. this like really uh, contrasting style of shooting stuff, where it's a side on and you're looking at the two guys dueling each other. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, and Neo and Neo Two, a couple of games that I've tried, both of them. I respect them for their mm. souls likiness. Yeah. But their combat is a little hardcore for me. Weirdly, their combat system is sort of the few complex things about Ghost of Tsushima mixed with the complexities of like a souls mm. type game. It's those yeah. two put together. Um, so I'm wondering how the actual gameplay of this one is going to play out. But I'm very excited for the potential. Nin, let's move to the Nintendo Direct recap. September 22, everything announced uh, courtesy of Adam Bankhurst, also at IGN. Shut up. Let's see. Well, I have three different ads on this page at the same time. That's annoying. (laughs) Scroll, scroll, scroll. So, the top thing and the thing that everybody was talking about. The sequel to Breath of the Wild is officially called The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Yes. And it's out on May 12th. 2023. So I got delayed. It got delayed, yes. It was, it was slated for this year. Uh, I think it looks cool. Again, kind of tuned out a little bit. Sure. Where I'm like, I saw the trailer, but I didn't like really, really look into it. Uh, I, I love Breath of the Wild. It's one of my favorite games ever. Uh, so I'm definitely like a day one buy of this. Mm-hmm. The funniest part about it is that they delayed the direct a day after the queen died. Mm-hmm. And people are speculating it's because it's called Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> and so they were like, eh, it might be a little insensitive to show it today, which is pretty funny. I like the discourse of like, is it tears or, or tears? tears? Yeah. Because, I mean, Tears of the Kingdom, the sort of like broken Hyrule they've sort of played out. I'm like, it kind of yeah, makes there could sense. Be ta- but, like space tears. But, yeah. Yeah. I'm also excited. Uh, Curious if it'll be the one thing that finally gets me to get my Switch back out. Yeah, me too. Pikmin 4 will finally arrive in 2023. This will not be the thing that gets me to get my Switch back out. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> uh, I will say they did talk about Pikmin Go. 
which I have on my phone. I didn't know that was a thing. And have been playing ever since I went to Arizona because they all had it. And Interesting. It's pretty fun. Fire Emblem Engage announced as a new mainline game featuring Marth. Shout out. Hey, More places to pull Smash characters from. That's baby. true. And this has always been one of those series that I low key have respected. For Me too. Like, it seems like every game is great yes, for those who like them. Yeah. Everybody loved, what is it, four houses? Three houses? Three houses. Okay, yeah. Uh, people like raved about that yeah. game at the time. It almost I almost bought it, but I didn't. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe brings a Wii classic to the Switch. Cool, more Give Kirby. Give me all the more Kirby. <laughs> Octopath Traveler 2 announced with new heroes in the same wonderful 2D HD art style. I saw someone just say, like, they need to take this font away from whoever makes those games. Is it Bandai Namco? No, who makes uh, those? It is... Square? Is it a Square game? What does it say? Does it not say on here? Anyway, but it just doesn't. the... Hmm. Just because it's the same as Octopath Traveler 1 and Triangle Strategy. Right. Project Octopath I'll tell you Traveler. I'll a second real quick. It is made by... Who developed you? I think it's Square. It is a Square game. Hey. Uh, what is also the... You know how like Octo, like Octogon. What yeah. is 16? Like, oh, God. Because it would be like a Dosectagon? 16 side... Not shaded. Sided shape is a... Hexadecagon. Oh, whoa. So it really should be <laughs> Hexadecapath. <laughs> Hexadecapath Traveler. <laughs> instead good. of Octopath Traveler 2. Yes. Bayonetta 3 gets a new trailer showcasing everyone's favorite Umbra Witch. Uh, Bayonetta, not a series I've ever played, but I've watched them played. Those games are hilarious. <laughs> so I'm excited for this game just to watch somebody play it. Final Fantasy Fiat Rhythm? Fiat <laughs> three. It's... T-H-E-A-T, rhythm. Theatrhythm. Theatrhythm. Like, like theatrical. Right. Theatrhythm. Theatrhythm. <laughs> Terrible. Final Fantasy Theatrhythm. <laughs> I'm going to say the whole thing and not mess it up. Yeah. Final Fantasy Theatrhythm Final Bar Line. What? Is a celebration of the franchise's music, and it's out early next year. Okay. Just moving on. Yeah. GoldenEye 007 with online play. Mario Party, and Pokemon Stadium lead the pack of new N64 games coming to the Switch. This was an awesome lineup. Big announcement, yeah. Because Mario Party 1, 2, and 3 are coming, right? And Pokemon Stadium and GoldenEye. Which I saw the thing about GoldenEye is that it's getting like a ground up It's a like, remaster. Yeah, it's a pretty... Yeah, it's a it's a remaster, not a remake, sure. from what I understand. But I wonder if... Because the Switch thing is like N64 emulation. Right. So I don't know how that's... I don't know if those are the same announcement or not. I'm not sure. But that's cool. I saw one of my buddies said, I tried to play Goldeneye a couple years ago and it was bad. Just be ready. And I was like, all right, maybe. Uh, just to say here, it notes uh, Goldeneye, Pilot Wings, Mario Party 2 and 3, Mario Party 1, 2, and 3, mm-hmm. Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Stadium 2, 1080 Snowboarding, oh, and shout out. Excite Bike 64 wow. will also be joining the service uh, between now and next year. Man, I, if, if I didn't already have an emulation set up sure. this would be very exciting but i'm like yeah that's cool for and i'll also say cool my brother portable. 11 years older than me yeah not a big video game guy we were at my nephew's soccer game the other day and he said did you hear the news about like the video game news <laughs> the video game news. <laughs> it's something to that effect yeah and i was like i hear a lot of that like what are you talking about and, he, and i was like he's like the game that's coming back i was like you're talking about goldeneye <laughs> and <laughs> that was awesome. the one thing that he cared about that's was cool funny. 
Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion will be released on December 13th, 2022. I have such trouble tracking what Final Fantasy Anything games Final are. Anything Final Fantasy related. Yeah. Wave 3 of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe's Booster Course Pass will include <laughs> tracks from Mario Kart Tour and Mario Kart DS. I need to get this at some point. The DLC the to Mario. DLC? Yeah, because yeah. I loved Mario Kart, but like once you play all the tracks enough, you're like, okay. At this point, it's probably the equivalent of two or three games. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Nintendo Switch Sports will get its free golf mode this holiday. Uh-oh, Jay's excited. Never mind, I'm back in getting the Switch out, <laughs> dusting it off. Mario Strikers Battle League gets its second free update this month. Cool. I really liked Mario uh, Strikers, like the three-on-three like DS game back mm. in the day. That's all I care about about this series. <laughs> okay. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Wave 2 of DLC adds a new mechanical hero called Eno. All right. <laughs> Splatoon 3's first Splatfest We'll have inklings choose between gear, grub, or fun. Tanner, what do you think about the word Splatfest? I fucking love it, man. <laughs> want to go have a Splatfest later? Dude, I love when me and the boys get together for <laughs> a Splatfest. Splatfest. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they couldn't have named it anything else. They couldn't have named it Ink like... Fest? Yeah, the ink celebration. Nah, man, Splatfest. <laughs> Just name it Bukaki at this point. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Resident Evil Village <laughs> Cloud. We'll let Switch owners meet Lady Dimitrescu. Now, this is That's going to be a splat fest, let me tell you. <laughs> In one way or another. Uh, this this intrigues me because it's based on the cloud. Sure. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how, if I trust a Switch running cloud Definitely games. Definitely not. Because at some point, we're going to get to Sifu. Yeah, uh, it's down here. Which looked not good. awful on the Switch. Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life, is getting a remake as... Story, Story of, of Seasons, seasons yeah. A Wonderful Life. So there's the reason that that's happening is there's some sort of like name ownership thing. Oh. Like one company owns the IP, but the other company owns, owns the name or something. It's like a publisher. Versus so they like had to make it a subtitle to like skirt the rules? There? Yes, I think so. It's like developer versus publisher, I think. <laughs> um, and I saw some people so excited about sure. this. Uh, I played Harvest Moon a little bit as a kid. I'm like, I might try it, but then there's always starting. So. Fay Farm is an RPG with a mix of magic and, well, farming. You gotta love farming games, as I was do. talking about earlier. Harvestella gets a demo today ahead of its November 4th release date. Also sounds farming y. Yeah. Harvesting. Yep. Fatal Frame Mask of the Lunar Eclipse comes to the West. Yeah, this has been like 10 years in the making, right? Isn't that I don't like know a, anything about Fatal Frame. I don't either, but I saw the headline that's like, it finally is coming. Sure. I think it released a long time ago in Japan. Tunic Adventures to Switch later this month. Oh, that's a good get, actually. Mm-hmm. Tunic's pretty fun. It's way harder than you think. It takes two arriving on Nintendo Switch in November. Now, there's a game suitable for the Switch, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Sifu will bring the Kung Fu to Switch in November. It didn't look great. Uh, it looked very framesy. Yeah. Like just 10 frames a second. For a game that is very precise, Yeah, probably not going to be the best Oh, uh, good to play. point, yeah. I still haven't gotten back to it. I need to. Now we're getting into the part where they've not even bothered posting images or videos, just headlines. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go quickly here. Yep. There's a lot. Front Mission First Remake and Front Mission 2 Remake get a new look. No idea what that is. Atelier Ryza 3, Alchemist of the End and the Secret Key. <laughs> <laughs> you can always count on Nintendo <laughs> Hell yeah, for some dude. crazy ass names. Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> we'll sail to Switch in early 2023. Tales of Symphonia Remastered will let fans of the That's GameCube cool. title experience the game's adventure once more. People love those Tales games. Danganronpa creators have announced Master Detective Archives Rain Kood. 
Rain what did you call is in all caps and it's just code but with two O's. Cood. <laughs> What? SpongeBob, wait, you got something to say about Rain Coon? <laughs> no, move on. SpongeBob SquarePants, the cosmic shake, swims to Switch in 2023. What the hell is this? I don't know. I think it's a new game. <laughs> oh, no shit. <laughs> well, they brought one back recently. I don't know. <laughs> Rune Factory 3 is getting new oh, life in God. 2023, and a new Rune Factory is also on its way. Great. Various Day Life. <laughs> it's an immersive RPG that is available today. That sounds like the most boring game of all time. It just sounds like you're walking around your apartment, like cleaning. That sounds shit. like if you translated The Sims into another language and then translated <laughs> it back to English, you yes. get various day, day life. life yeah. That's awesome. Radiant Silver Gun. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are these names? Dude? Arrives today with its classic arcade shoot 'em up gameplay. All right. Factorio. Okay. Task players real game. surviving on a strange planet. What do you mean a real game? <laughs> Factorio's like a thing. Like people like uh, Factorio. Ib. <laughs> 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 it's just Ib. It is. Yes, dude. Ib. Ib. <laughs> With an exclamation yeah. point. Ib is a creepy <laughs> adventure game set in an art gallery. Oh, that sounds kind of cool, actually. So be on the lookout for Ib. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man, I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> I did not expect us talking about these niche-ass games in a Nintendo Direct to be this fun. Holy shit. Oddballers is a party oh. game that supports up to six players locally and online. That sounds kind of cool. <laughs> I like the oddball game yeah. in Halo. Fitness boxing, fist of the North Star. <laughs> you guys just call it fitness boxing? It's a workout game for Switch. Oh my god. Fist of the North Star? That sounds like how you get this flat fist. Oh. <laughs> Holy shit. Just Dance 2023 edition will get Switch owners grooving in November. And then lastly, Endless Dungeon is a procedurally okay. generated roguelite set in space. All right. Endless Dungeon. Sounds like a roguelite. Another language translated back. <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. I'm in an Endless Dungeon. Yeah, Rogue Legacy 2 is just Endless Dungeon. So that is it for those Fucking two. hell. Shout outs to Ib. <laughs> Shout outs to Ib. I- Ib. <laughs> anyway. All right. The fun is over. <laughs> because the competition has to begin. Yes. We're moving on to our 2010s decade draft. Timestamp this. So, to recap briefly some of the rules and outlines for how we do these drafts. We have added on five more genres this time. So, we will each select a total of 25 games. Do you want me to do the reading? Do you want to read the whole list? Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Uh, in, In order. Oh, I need my thing to update here. Here we go. Here the here here the here the here are the genres. A lot of them are from last time, but we've added five more: shooter, platformer, open world, action adventure, RPG, fighting, family, sports, puzzle, horror, party, couch co-op, online, casual, PlayStation exclusive, Xbox exclusive, Nintendo exclusive, portable, and here are the five that we've added. Walking Sim, Indie, Battle Royale, Metroidvania, it's back, and Digital Only are the five new categories, along with, as always, the wild card, 
in the Metacritic below 75 game. So. There's a lot. There is a lot. Uh, To reiterate, we are not drafting in any genre order. We can bounce around as we see fit to get whichever games we want. Uh, is there any other rules or regulations that we need to go over? Uh, the wild card can be any game you choose. Right. It doesn't have to fit in a certain genre, or it can be a leftover from another genre. Uh, if you take a game, for example, the game counts in the category you take it in. So if right. you take a game that is a Nintendo exclusive and it's open world, if you take in the open world category, that's how it counts. It does not count for your Nintendo exclusive. Right. I think that's it. I do believe that's it as well. It'll be other snake style. Snake style. So we have to decide who goes first. Do you want to flip it? There's a quarter. I'll reach for So, you call it in the air. All right. Tails. It's heads. So, I get to decide. Yes. Do you want to go first or second? Oh, you know what? As much as it's going to punch me in the face <laughs> for you to take whatever goes number one, mm. I feel like I'm going to prefer... To have two and three. Okay. So I'm going to let you go first. All right. Oh, man. I would have also... I would have also... Would've also would've done the same. Deferred, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Although, honestly, the top ten of this... Yes. ...is going to be absolute, like, mayhem of it's, amazing it's games. It's going to be brutal. Uh, we're all... We're, bo- we're both going to be very upset <laughs> with the games the other person takes. All right. I don't want to overthink it. In the action adventure category, give me The Last of Us. Yeah. Several uh, places you could have taken it. Yep. This is this is where I'm going to take it. It's several. God. It, it hurts because I knew that was what was going to happen. Yep. <clears throat> There's really only two, right? Action adventure and PlayStation exclusive? You could have made I an argument for shooter. horror. Oh, yeah, horror. I didn't think about horror. And yeah, you could have made an argument, but if you'd have taken it in the shooter, I would have looked at you funny. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I took The Last of Us, both of our favorite games of all time. So, let me go ahead and just remove Last of Us from my list. I hate to see it go. But I love to watch it leave. I do. <laughs> With that honky-tonk. So, that means that I'm going to go <clears throat> to my action adventure. Oh! And I'm going to take God of War. That would have been my next pick as well. So, my number one. Excellent choice. And honestly, those were probably 1A and 1B for both of us. <laughs> those were going to go 1 and 2, yeah. 100%. So, with God of War off the board, where do I want to go now? It's a good question. And I think... Oh, mm. <laughs> okay, here's... I'm not going to talk specifically about the games that I'm referring to yet, but here's my internal struggle. Okay. There's a game that I need to take, and I need to take it soon. <laughs> All right. But if I take it now, do I take it in a spot that is probably going to fill where another game could go? Mm. And then do I risk that other game just getting taken as well? Yes, yeah. That's the tricky thing. It is a tricky thing. But at the same time, I could go deeper. And maybe pick a game in a less stacked category, but that is an absolute slam dunk in that category. Sure. I'm going to go to the... Oh. I'm going Nintendo exclusive, and I'm going Breath of the Wild. Wow, I didn't think you would do it. I, I was struggling... 
But it's one of those games that as much as I love other games on my list, having God of War and having Breath of the Wild on my roster is nice. We have the same one, two, three. Yep. <clears throat> same same top three. Back to you, sir. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> this is now... It's, it's going to be brutal the rest of the way out. The gloves out, are off. But... Oh. See, I'm in a similar spot to you where there's there's a game I there's a game I want very particularly above a bunch of other games mm-hmm. in one category specifically, but I don't know how early I should take it. Sure. Um and there are lots of oh man. Okay. It's it's now how nice am I? <laughs> is kind of where I'm at. I was I'll admit that I was a little not nice to you on that one. But, sure. But, you know, I felt like I had to. Sure. Okay. Ooh. In. I'm just, I'm just going through. Mm-hmm. In the RPG category. Uh-huh. Because it's technically an action RPG. Yeah. I'm taking Bloodborne. You son of a bitch. <laughs> You took Breath of the Wild, man. You son of a bitch. You did it to yourself. I did. I, I Because that was the one that I was just talking about. Mm. Was, do I take Bloodborne? Do I not? Yeah. <sighs> it's That hurts. One of the best aging games I think I've ever played. Sure. Uh, if we want to just wax a little poetic about it. like As much as we've talked about and sung the praises of Bloodborne, and it's still my favorite FromSoft game in a, in a list of games that I really like. Uh, well, like that's at least going to make my RPG pick a little easier. <laughs> Or is it? Or is it? Uh, <laughs> all right. And now I'm going to take... Hmm. hmm. You might have just changed my entire draft philosophy, if I'm being honest. Oh, wow. Okay. how I'm going to approach this going forward. Wow. All right. Where is my... There it is. Oh, what's interesting is that there's like a little... There's, there's a little overlap with a lot of these categories. Yeah, there is. And it's really deciding where you go with them. Because, like, I technically have more options in one category, but I think I like the options in it mm-hmm. less. Okay. In my open world genre, give me Red Dead Redemption 2. Excellent choice. Thank you. That was where I didn't know exactly where to take it, but I knew that was my next game. Because uh, the, the further <laughs> I get away from it, I think it's one of those games, the more I like it. Sure. Like, it's grown on me even more. It's just one of the coolest experiences I've had in games. These are gonna hurt. Hmm. So, my change in philosophy, I think, because of some of the depth in some of these categories, I do think I am going into in this draft go to categories that are a little more shallow. But they fair. have the one game, fair, totally fair, that I would absolutely love to lock down for my list. Yeah. As such, I'm scared. I'm going to go to the sports category. Oh. And I'm going to take Rocket League. Very nice. Excellent pick. One of my absolute favorites, most addictive, fun games of all time. Got to be up there in both of our hours played. Yeah. And one that it's, honestly, I was struggling with. I mean, there are a lot of sports-adjacent games yes. that came out in the 2010s, but I was like, I'm not taking any of your like standard 
like annualized franchise type games. Like, but what is the one that just sticks out above the rest? And that's oh, it. it's got to be Rocket League. Yeah. So with my fourth pick, and I don't think I'm. Ooh. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't think I'm coming for your head on this round. Okay. I don't think. All right. Um. But I am going to take. In the fighting category, oh. I'm going to take Super Smash Brothers Ultimate mm, because great, that's another one where I'm call. just like, there is a one that stands above the rest in this category for me. Yes, in this particular, it was decade. my number one ranked there too. So Smash Ultimate as my number four. Back to you. All right, I'm going to do a similar philosophy <laughs> to what you just said. Okay, and take two that are in the hollower categories that I have in the horror category. I'm taking PT. I didn't even think of PT. Really? Oh, damn it. I should have waited then. Wow. Uh, That's I've, a good pick. I think one of the most monumental horror things to have come out, maybe ever. Uh, I don't know if there was ever a more played game on YouTube <laughs> uh, than that game was at the time. And uh, it still scares the shit out of me. Okay. Did not save my... No, I did. Okay. And then... Now, this was the game that I talked about being a partial exclusive. Mm. It was an exclusive on console for a year. Does that count? <clears throat> when you say exclusive on console. Yes. Exclusive to one particular console? Yes. And then went to PC? No, it was on then PC. Then went to another. Oh. Then came to a, a console and then came to the rest. Does that count as a console exclusive? Came to one console from PC before the others. Yes, for a year. I yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. My Xbox exclusive is Minecraft. Hmm. I looked it up. I knew there was a tie there, but I couldn't figure out. I what almost it was, took but... Minecraft in that last round. Mm, glad I took it then. Glad <laughs> I didn't wait. Might have had a misstep with PT though. Could have saved it. Hmm. Xbox exclusive was a hard one for me. that go back to me now? Yes. For my fifth. In which case, <laughs> this might be where it, this might be where I twist the knife a little bit. That's fine. It's going to happen. And again, it's in the sense that I want to go to genres where there is one that stands above the rest. And I think in one particular of these categories, there is one that stands above the rest for both of us. Okay. And that category is Metroidvania, yep. where I have to take our beloved Hollow Knight. Great pick. That was one that I, when I was thinking about it, I was like, he's going to take this. I was going to take it if at all possible. Yes. I have other options, but I do not have nearly the attachment to those other options that I have to Hollow Knight. Yeah, Hollow Knight's great. Amazing Man. game. Hmm. Then I think I'm going to go to... I'm not going to... St- I could stab you even harder, but I'm not going to. <laughs> I mean, that one hurt a little bit. That did. There was one. There's one that would hurt worse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. But I'm, I'm actually going to go to a game that I've never played before. Oh. But is one of the most critically acclaimed games of all time. He's taking Mass Effect 2. I am taking a 2. Oh. But in the puzzle category, I'm oh. taking Portal 2. Wow. I didn't think you would take Portal 2. 
Just because it's another one where I'm not. Oh, a you've never played Portal huge 2? Huge puzzler. If it ever comes to a platform, I guess I could play it on PC now. We could, you, what we should do, well, I think the Portal 2 single player is different. But there is a Portal 2 multiplayer oh. that's like your it's like a couch co-op thing and it's Interesting. awesome. I think you played online too. Okay. It's very fun. That was my sixth. All right. So back to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm starting to get a little worried now <laughs> that I'm not gonna get some games I want. There's so much still good on the board. Oh my god, yeah. Like it's unbelievable. We could do this for hours. Four rounds of category. Um Hmm. It's again. Where do I take the ones I? Yeah. I know the game. I don't know the category. Um. All right. I would be remiss if I didn't take it. So I'm gonna take in the. Ooh. Oh. I, I second guessed myself, man. Oh, it's tough. I hope I'm right about the game that I thought you were about to take. <sighs> I need to mark one as gone. Actually. Um. Man. Okay. Um, it's so tough. Uh-huh. My Nintendo exclusive is Super Mario Odyssey. Damn it. I don't want to fall to the next. It's one of those where it's like when there's like three tight ends that are good and you get the third, <laughs> you're like, I don't want to fall into the next category yeah. of, of Nintendo exclusive. Not that there aren't great games there, but uh, I just wanted Mario Odyssey really bad. It's one of my favorite Mario games. And my favorite 3D Mario, I think. Mm. And I'm kind of, I'm gonna kind of double up a little bit. In my family category. What's he doing? I'm gonna take another platformer. Yeah. And I'm taking Little Big Planet too. Ooh. Nice. Another one of my favorite games of all time. Not that I thought you would take it. That's why, yeah, that one but, was safe for you. But. but family is such a small category for me. <laughs> Fair. Overall, that I just wanted to knock it out. I have a few interesting options in family, but mm. not right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. God, this this, this is terrible. <laughs> <sighs> it's such a fun, grueling exercise. And well, you know what? It's actually not. It's not as hard as I'm making it out to be because there. This is another one that it's there are titans left on the board, kind of like with your selection of World of Warcraft mm. last week. That World of Warcraft was taken in the last, near the last round. It was. You took it in the wild card, which we have saved for the ends so far. Yes. Um, not because I think you love World of Warcraft, but you're like, this is a game that has to get taken. Yes. Absolutely, it would be totally. a travesty for it not to be. Yes. As such. Okay. I think for. The bolstering of my roster on the battle royale category. I'm going to take Fortnite. All right. Not a shocker. Not a shocker. When we came up with this category, we were like, "Well, there's probably like three. <laughs> I have three listed. I have uh, actually. I have, I have the, four. The third right. that you would think is listed is not listed for me, and I'll leave you hanging as to what the fourth Tetris 99. That was my fourth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shout out. So that was my seventh choice. Game's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> So with my eighth selection, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go to a game that is maybe a little less vaulted in my eyes than some of these other games, but is a homer pick and a people pleaser. Okay. 
in the PlayStation exclusive category. All right. I'm taking Spider-Man PS4. Ooh, okay. I don't know why I put it in my open world and not my PlayStation, but... Well, that's some... I, I'd only list them in one place, and it's the place that I feel like it's best going to go. Interesting. Because okay. there are other open world games that I would consider taking on their virtues as an open world game sure. above Spider-Man. Sure. But I that's wanted fair. Spider-Man badly. All right. Hmm. The rosters are filling up fast. They are, man. There's so many good games out there, though. So many good games. Okay. I'm loving my lineup, though. Me too. Can't lie. Just because I'm a little terrified that you're going to take it. In the digital-only category, I'm taking the Stanley Parable. It was coming off the board at some point. Yes, that's there are there are a couple other games in that realm that I think I'm a little safer with. Uh maybe not, who knows, but I think Stanley Parable is very high up in both of our rankings. Mm-hmm. So that was almost drafting for you rather than <laughs> drafting for the actual board. Um but that's okay. Oh man, I just realized that's fine. I can move some stuff. Uh and then God, there's so many good games. <laughs> I'm going to take in the portable category Ooh. because it was playable, and this is where I played it. Okay, I'm taking Shovel Knight. See, Shovel Knight was the one that I was like, I could have stabbed you harder. <laughs> yes, yes, you definitely could have. But mm. I played it on Vita. Um, one of my favorite games of all time. Can't say much more than that. Also, uh, you could put literally any Switch in the portable category, Switch game, if you wanted to. I guess that's I, true. I thought about it and I was like, eh. Shovel Knight feels better as a portable game. Now. Hmm. You have taken some of my high-ranking options in a few of these categories. Mm. But I think I'm going to have to... Well, actually, I could save... Because there's some games that, as as desperately as I don't want you to take them, mm-hmm. I have good options backing them up. Okay, sure. Versus something like what I'm going to do in my portable category. Okay. I'm taking Pokemon Go. Very nice. That was my next, when I was talking about the tight end thing, <laughs> that was my next Nintendo game was Pokemon <laughs> Go. I mean, talk about a game that, Changed everything Absolutely. for a while. Was the zeitgeist. Yeah, for sure. And with my 10th pick, now, maybe, should I circle back? You know what? Mm. Should I? Is there any other place that I could take this game, or should I save it, or should I? <laughs> I love how much thought we put into this. Um, I guess that's be the only place... Although, I guess, okay. For my platformer, mm-hmm. I'm taking Celeste. Mm, great call. There are options that would be neck and neck with Celeste, but if necessary, I can fit them in elsewhere. Sure. Versus Celeste, I think I want here. It's an amazing game. It's an awesome, awesome game. 
I think one of the best pure platformers ever. Back to you. Oh man. Oh, we're in so nitty gritty territory. We're in deep. Um. So just for the listening audience at home, the categories that I have left, we're about halfway through the draft, I think. Just under. Shooter, platformer, fighting, sports, puzzle, party, couch co-op, online, casual, PlayStation exclusive, walking sim, indie, battle royale, Metroidvania, then the wild card and Metacritic categories. Um, the wild card is going to be an absolute like, oh, it's yeah meltdown. The amount of games that are going to still be available at yeah. that point is ridiculous. I'm not worried about you taking the battle royale I want. I'm going to wait on that. Probably wise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, yeah, because I don't think we care enough about two of them. So, I think in the shooter category, I'm really between two games here. I think because it applies elsewhere more, I'm going to take the other one. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. And I'm going to take Bioshock Infinite. Nice. Uh, A game that I think is almost underrated in just how freaking weird and unique it is uh, to that genre and even to Bioshock games. Like, it tries so much stuff and does so much really well. Infinite was the one that I had earmarked that if it was still on the board for the wild card... Mm. It was going to be neck and neck probably with another game sure. for if I took it there. But it was it was probably going to get taken at some point. And I, we can argue the technicality of this. I think this counts as a platformer. But I'm just going to take it, and I'm going to take Cuphead. Yes, I had Cuphead okay, yes, cool. as one. Even though it's options. a shoot-em-up, technically, we don't sure. have that category. This is the closest where it could fall. And uh, another, just one of my favorite games ever. Maybe my favorite trophy that I've ever gotten is the Cuphead Platinum. It's so good. All right. 11 for me is tough (laughs) because I've almost exhausted the categories where I was really gunning for a particular game above all else. Sure. But that almost makes it more difficult now because I've got a lot of great games that are still available. Yeah. Um, I think I need to go to, you know what? I think I'm going to ask for a little bit of clarification. I think this game counts. Okay, sure. Because it does have horror elements. That's, yeah. I would like to take Dying Light as my horror Oh, yeah, that totally counts. That totally counts. Because while it's an open (laughs) world. You should see some of the horror things I have listed. Action, survival, uh. Above all else of the games that I've played, because there were a couple other horror options that I really liked, uh, Dying Light is just criminally underrated. Yes. The first one. Yes. <laughs> Let me be specific. Uh, really, really, really awesome game. Uh, for example, I have Don't Starve in the horror category. Interesting. Because we don't really have a survival category. Sure. And I think those kind of go hand in hand. That game can get very scary. And with my 12th... And final pick. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going with... Oh, I need to take Cuphead off of here. Hmm. Again, I'm I'm really gambling in a sense. <laughs> okay. And saving one of my categories for later. Yeah. Uh. But you know what? 
got to just ride the high sometimes. You do? Wait. Hope it pays off later. <laughs> That's how drafts go. And so, in my online category. Online, online, online. And maybe this also requires a smidge of okay. clarification. Okay. Because it's not technically a standalone, but it kind of is. But GTA Online. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I think it counts perfectly so you're fine taking as its own game. It's not, not you're not GTA taking GTA 5. 5. You're taking no. GTA Online. Okay, yeah. interesting. I'm kinda, if we can count those as separate entities. I mean, I think you could just take GTA 5. You think you take GTA 5? Yeah, because it has an online element. I think that's fair. If you'll allow it, yeah, I'll just take I think GTA that's totally 5. Because like, if you took a Call of Duty game, you'd get the single player and the multiplayer. That's fair. I think that's totally fine. I may, I'll just, just count, may have just given you a home run, but it's fine. I, I think that uh, counts. Th- I'll just count GTA 5 as, or GTA Online, which I has listed as my inspiration for taking GTA 5 <laughs> sure, sure, in sure. the online category. Yeah. <clears throat> Back to you. All right. That was my 12th. So now I would say we're about ha- at the halfway point. Okay. <coughs> All right. Mm. It's like some of them have fallen too far, sure. but I think they might continue to fall. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Which is an interesting thing to try to try to balance of like how long before they they're just a value pick and you yep. have to take them to use some fantasy terms there. Uh, man. All right. I don't have a lot of like diehard th- things I feel like incredibly diehard about now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're games I absolutely love, but. There are a lot of great options, like you said, in each category mm-hmm. now. Um, so for the... For the... I got it. It's just deciding where I take it. Sorry. Um, for the couch co-op portion, uh-huh. I'm taking Towerfall Ascension. I had it. Towerfall <laughs> on there. <laughs> We are among the <laughs> higher percentage of tire, Towerfall lovers out there. It's the second game by that developer taken this list, Celeste yeah. being the first. And uh, it's awesome. It's so good. It holds up insanely well. We could play that for 20 years and it'd still be fun. Um, just one of the best like couch co-op party style games. Uh, we'll get to a different party game later. Um, or maybe we'll get to it right now. No, nah, I'm just kidding. In the casual category... As much as I want to take Flappy Bird as a joke, I'm taking Peggle 2. Mm, excellent choice. Uh, just another amazing game. I almost took that in the couch co-op and then flipped some stuff around because uh, that is a great pass-the-controller game, but instead I just took it straight up in the casual category. Honestly, and I'm a little ashamed to admit, I forgot about Peggle 2. Oh, wow. It's hard to plan for the other person sometimes. That's true. Huh. And there's also about a bajillion games to cover. <laughs> but I'm in that vein. <clears throat> I'm also going to take my casual game. Okay. And another game that I haven't played, but that I've heard. Who did I hear about some celebrity the other day that's just very into Stardew Valley? Oh, nice. Uh, a game that just seems to be universally beloved. Stardew's awesome, man. It's so good. I had it in my indie category somewhere. Yeah, there it is. It's one of those games that, like, you start out and you're like, oh, this is fun. And then you get sucked into, like, 40 hours of it. You're like, oh, my God, I need to sleep. And then, (laughs) 
For the second or third round in a row, I'm going to have to ask for clarification. <laughs> okay. Do. <laughs> Love that it starts with do. Collections, if released in one bundle, no. count as one game. No. Okay. We, we've established this on previous. Sure. In that case, I guess I'll have to forego the Master Chief collection. <laughs> yeah. And instead, I'll take my favorite standalone Halo game that was released in this decade, which is Halo Reach. Yay! I'm glad Halo Reach got taken. <laughs> the game's awesome. Some of the coolest maps Halo's ever done, I think. Mm-hmm. The one map that's like the... It's like a hotel lobby, almost. There's a lot of wood and glass. Yes. And there's like a waterfall in the middle. I love that level. My favorite is the one with like the giant like spire like in the middle. Mm. And you could like warp up to the top and just jump. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do stuff off the top. It was really cool. I've been playing a lot of Halo Infinite, too. I didn't talk mm. about that. It's really good. Not eligible. Not eligible. No, no, no. Of course not. Don't be silly. Is it back to me? Yes. That was my 14th. Okay. Man. There's so much on the board. <clears throat> there I don't is. Know why I took that out actually? Okay. I need to mark a couple categories as taken. One sec. Whoops! I closed my entire <laughs> spreadsheet. That's not good. It's not what I meant to do. Uh, I believe I took Bloodborne as a PlayStation exclusive. Correct. I thought you took it as your action adventure. No, I took Last of Us as my action adventure. You're right. You're right. You oh, I took it as my RPG. You took it as your RPG. That's I knew you was. didn't take it as your PlayStation. That's what it was. Okay. So your PlayStation exclusive. Still open. Still open. That's what I was wondering. All right. A stupid deep category. It, in it is really deep. Because uh, I think I might I might forego <coughs> it for a little bit again. You're not going to take that game, I don't think. Um. All right. I'm going to go a little curveball. Ooh. Party category. Party it up. I'm taking the Jackbox Party Pack. I had... Okay. <laughs> Wait, which one? The first one. Okay. I was going to say, and I was going to ask that clarifying question is... You can't take the franchise. (laughs) No, but do you have to narrow it to the games within the pack? No, because... I I would say no, and I'd say picking one. I think it's a... It's not like... It's not like a collection of standalone games. It is... It's sort of like Mario Party. Yes, it's a mini game collection. Right. So, yeah. Because I did in my party have individually listed Quiplash, Fibbage, and Faking It. <laughs> oh, wow. You would take Faking It. Just Faking It. I love you Faking love It. You love Faking It. You might be the diehardiest Faking It player I've ever played. What? <laughs> that was a hell of a string it, of it syllables. W- it was. It didn't really work. You might be the diehardiest Faking It faker than I've ever faked. <laughs> Splatfest. All right. Um, you know what's... These next few rounds are going to be a Splatfest. That's true. You know a stupid deep category is Puzzle? I was surprised. Mm. Because a lot of games like are technically puzzle games. Sure. Um, it, it's it's how how stringent do I want to be that is a puzzle game? Because mm. um, there are games that I think I would rank higher overall, but there's a game that I think would rank highest just among the puzzle uh, elements yeah. <laughs> of the game, if that makes sense. Um, but I, I'm gonna wait on all those, I think, because <laughs> I know I did a lot of preamble, <laughs> but I. I, I I, I saw it and I was like, oh, wait, I can wait a little bit. All right. For. I, I've waited too long. Give me gone home as my walking sim. It's if I if you had waited much longer, I was going to be forced to take it. I know that's that was my worry. It, there's that's actually a surprisingly deep category, too. It is. Uh, but one of those genres that really proliferated in this decade. Yes. But uh, I mean, it's my favorite. That's probably going to be my next tattoo. Like I, I adore gone home. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Like a top five all time for me. 
All right. I can wait on shooters. I can wait on open worlds. Much as I love both of those two, those are two genres that are very deep. Yes, they are. Um, I can't wait on party much longer. So for my party game, uh-huh. you know what? I guess I'll take... Yeah, because there's a game that I want to save for another category. I'll take Jackbox Party Pack 3 because it's my favorite one. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, I took the first one in an Iron Man kind of move, <laughs> as we've discussed before. It started the whole thing. But the first one is actually really good. And then I'm going to take the game that I decided not to take in that category. Okay. In the couch co-op category. All right, yeah. Which is Mario Kart 8 mm. Deluxe. So... <laughs> You're a little asterisk there. <laughs> because I do think it's technically I'm more like... It's more I mean, robust. It's, it's just more... Yeah, that's a good way to put it. You might as well get the extra value there. <laughs> Eight Deluxe. All of my party and couch co-op games have been taken at some point, which is kind of cool. God, that... I've the, the waiting and the gambling on a couple of my games has got to come to an end in the next couple of rounds. Were those two? Did that you take two, two already? I All took right. Jackbox 3, Mario Kart 8, Deluxe. <laughs> really, really clarifying that. <laughs> deluxe. What is your deepest category? Probably open world. Mine's indie. Maybe shooter. I have like 20 games listed for indie. My indie picks are very spread out amongst other categories. Yeah, true. But that's true. I have a lot of good indie games that are just miscellaneously listed. so many listed. indie games. It's really deciding which of these games I like more mm-hmm. now, which is a kind of a weird thing. Uh, <laughs> all right. I think if I wait too much longer, oh, man. There's a game that I want to take out of posterity for the genre. Yeah. but I got I, a couple of those. I don't know that I actually want it more than a couple other games on my list. Yeah. I feel the same. Uh. And it might come back in the wild card, maybe. So I'm not going to mention what it is just yet. Sure. For my PlayStation exclusive, I'm going to take Uncharted 3. Damn. <laughs> it's It was with, like, th- this category is insanely deep. I think this is the decade where PlayStation really it put its balls on the table, if uh, to, to use a phrase. Like, it's just, the, the amount of games there is, is nuts. Yeah. Um, so you can't really go wrong with, and I, this is my favorite Uncharted. As much as I think if I were to go back and replay the series, I might like four better now. That's I, what I've loved four more with each sort of going back to it. I think it would hold up better. Um, three and four are sort of neck and neck to me now. Yeah, that makes sense. And in my online category, there are so many good options. Oh, of course. Uh, I'm going to take a game that I spent probably as many hours in as any game this decade. And I'm going to take Destiny. You're hurting me this round, i got to say. This is a game you and I both played a lot of. That was painful. Uh, And it's it's just, it's one of the, like I said, one of the games I spent. I I, I think Destiny 2 is probably a better game overall now. This is one where I would have probably done what you just did, but more for the posterity reasons, taking Destiny 1 over 2. Yes, yes. Because I just think it set the thing in motion, Mm -hmm. and I played so much of it. There's a really sneaky online pick that I didn't say, but it might come up in a wild card, so I'll mention it later. All right. 
What categories do you have left for the listening audience? Shooter, open world. You still have your shooter. I still have my shooter. Shooter, open world, RPG. Wow. Family. Walking sim, indie. And then digital only wild card, Metacritic. Okay. And here's what I'm going to do. I don't have a Naughty Dog game. <laughs> okay. I need one. Yeah. But because you just took Destiny, mm-hmm. I'm compelled to not take Destiny 2, which is my number one listed in the shooter category. Okay. But Uncharted 4 is a shooter It is a shooter, yeah, totally. So I'm going to take Uncharted 4 as my shooter. Great pick. Because, and I do truly believe that Uncharted 4 is the quintessential mechanical Uncharted game. Oh, sure. Uh, so that was my 17th pick. This might be my favorite one we've done. <laughs> There's so much here. Yeah. And then... I can save open world. I can save. What can I save? (laughs) Hmm. I'm going to take in my indie category. Oh. Another one of those. This is the one where you just said that a posterity game and not a personal game. Sure. I'm going to take Undertale. Oh, great pick. Great pick. What a value. (laughs) Undertale is awesome. Wish the fan base wasn't. I was going to say, I know there's it, it was. a little bit of controversy, but that's one of those <laughs> purely indie fault. games because it's so obscure and was made by one guy. Yeah. Shout out Toby Fox. So that was my 18th. So is it back to me? Yes, it is. All right. For uh, the listening audience, I have fighting sports puzzle. Long gap. Indie battle royale, Metroidvania, wildcard, Metacritic left. I have what? Seven categories. Is that right? That sounds right. I have seven picks left. I have eight picks left. Right, because I pick first. Okay. Again, there's a lot I think I can wait on. I'm trying to find the ones that I can't. Sure. Which at this point, I think we might have split up enough that I might be all right. Yeah. I think I've only got maybe one other category that I need to be like, well, I better take this now. Okay. In the indie category, the game that I almost took ages ago in the shooter category. Give me Hotline Miami. Ah, see, that was a game that I saw listed, and I was like, it's his. <laughs> that was that was your Hollow Knight, where I was like, you know what? <laughs> Jake can have Hollow Knight. Um, as much as I love it. I just That's a game I associate with you. And then for my... Man. I'm still floppy on puzzle. I don't know exactly... So I'm just going to wait on it. Okay. Maybe you'll take one of them and it'll make the decision for me. Maybe not. In the fighting category, I could take Smash for Wii U. That's all right. I could take Super Street Fighter 4, which people love. Yeah. But instead, I'm going to take a game that debuted in the 2010s. I'm taking Injustice. I had Injustice listed. I'm glad that it was taken because that's a deep cut, really good fighting game. Yes. it's a It's a novel idea. It's something new. I, you know, Mortal Kombat 10 might be a better fighting game that came out in the genre or in the decade, but I don't know. There's something so charming about Injustice and so interesting about it mm-hmm. that I, I really like that franchise. Back to you, my friend. Seven picks still on the board. 
and I guess I can wait on the one. But I can't. I should wait on this one. And what's funny is you mentioned it earlier. Oh. But you might have thought that I didn't think of it, but you were wrong. And with my digital-only game, uh-huh. I'm going to take Don't Starve. Hey! A game that I have a like insane amount of respect for. The art style is so cool. Yeah, it is. As a survival game, it's about as polished mechanically as any. It's just such a good game. I still think it's my favorite survival game made. Uh, there's a poster on my wall signed yep. by the entire dev team. It's out of shot, but Jake can see it. If I turn this way. Yeah. <laughs> I love Don't Starve. All right, so I'm really cleaning up these last few before I hit you with some absolute slobber knockers in the late rounds. All right. And I think I'm going to do my last one of those. Okay. So my last sort of cleanup cleanup pick is going to be in the walking sim category. Mm. And despite my, honestly, I should say our critiques of the game, Oh, I know what you're taking. I gotta take Firewatch. Yeah, that's a good game, man. It just it doesn't end well, but the the thing is there. There's a heart to it that's really cool. And your beloved Ali Moss. Yeah. And the design the aspect. Homie that got ripped by Ford that one time. That was really funny. <laughs> Which and didn't the there's like the some sort of like outdoorsy brand that has like the same like art style. Yes. What was funny, I because I pointed this out to my girlfriend, the same soccer game that my brother brought up, uh, <laughs> 007. Yeah. I was like, you know that uh, chair you're carrying? See all that trees and stuff? That was designed by a fellow named Ollie Moss. <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he made he was a contributor for a video game called Firewatch. <laughs> so you're carrying a video game basically. <laughs> my proselytizing for Ollie Moss pays right. off. Five picks remain for me, but it's back to you. Oh, okay. I'm trying to decide if I should do some cleanup of my own here. Yeah, why not? A game that I had ranked just slightly below Hollow Knight in the Metroidvania category. You could probably guess what it is. I'm taking Guacamelee. Yep, that was my number two option there. For uh, sure. Game's fun as hell. That world is fun as hell. I thought about taking Guacamelee 2. I think Guacamelee 1 is a more refined experience. They kind of expanded a little bit in 2. I never did. I played like an hour or two of Guacamelee 2 and haven't gone back to it. I really should. I I platinumed it twice, I think, or once at least. Um, Those games are great. Drinkbox is just an amazing studio. Shout out to Severed, which I had Mm. somewhere on the list. Uh, I was in my portable list, but won't get taken, I don't think. Uh, But yeah, that game, I mean, it's a luchador Metroidvania. How am I not going to love it? All right. I think it's finally time. Oh, no. No, no, no. You're good. Okay. To nut up or shut up in the puzzle category. (laughs) I just have to make my decision. You Uh know what? I'm just going to talk through it. Okay. Because why not? At this point, whatever's left is probably not what I'm going to take in my wild card. So you're probably fine. So here's all of the options I have listed under puzzle. I know one of them, I think. Well, one of them is the witness. That was the one, <laughs> which is the which is the like puzzle game. That is pick. a puzzle gamer's puzzle game. Yes, which also kind of counts as a walking sim, but whatever. Uh, I kind of I thought about that myself. Papers, please is here. Yep. Transistor, I think, is a puzzle game in a way because it's like a strategy action game. Sure. Return of the Obra Dinn mm. is a puzzle game, I think. Uh, Antichamber, which is like a, a very like in depth puzzle game. Tetris Effect is here. Mm-hmm. 
I think I rank. Hmm. What's he going to do, folks? I think I rank Transistor the highest of the games mentioned here. Fair. So I think I'm going to take it. As much as I love The Witness, I just I think Transistor is one of the coolest combat style games I've ever played. Yeah. Uh puzzle combat, I guess if you want to call it that. Kind of like Into the Breach or there are other games like that. Um but just the world, the music, Everything about that game is amazing. What a rise for a developer in a decade. Oh yeah. We haven't we haven't stopped hearing about them, I'm sure. Is that it for me? Let's see. Yes, I took Guacamelee in. All right. So, let me make let me make take quick stock, make sure I'm not letting anything fall through the cracks. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Remaining, I have open world, RPG, family, and then just wild card and under 75 yeah so the one that is the only one that i think there's a game that i really want Mm -hmm. in a sense that there's a chance you would take it but honestly every category where you might take it might be gone beyond wild card yeah but i don't even think you'd do it there but i'm gonna do it anyway here i think is going to be family and while i really thought there was a chance that I would have to take a lesser game from this franchise. You took Odyssey. Right. But Super Mario Galaxy 2 came out in 2010. Came out in 2010. Yeah. So I'm going to take Mario Galaxy 2. Highest rated game on Metacritic of the 2010s. And I thought I was going to end up taking, and I thought it would have been an interesting pick, Super Mario Maker. Mm. I have it in the family category. All right. So then... Do I risk an RPG falling to you, or do I risk an open world? And I I guess I'm shocked that it took me this long, but I guess oh. I have to take Skyrim oh. as my RPG, yeah. as my 22nd pick, <laughs> even though it's... Pretty good value. A, like, I don't remember exactly where it falls, but it's about a top five game for me of all time. God, there are so many good games left for the wild card. There are. It's nuts. What sucks is that I'm I've got games sort of earmarked for my wild card, even though there are games that I want to pick in other categories. Yeah. That are probably better games, but because there's a, like a game that I want in my wild card, I feel like I'll have to take it, but I can't do it yet. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a game in sports, and then I'm gonna take a wild card. All right. Because otherwise, I will just have to wait to see what your wild card is and then take something left. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the sports category, I'm really between two again. I'm between. Shout out to WWE 2K16. It's not. It's not in there, but I'm between NBA 2K14. I know you love that one, which is my favorite basketball game ever. And Pyre. I've heard people because call Pyre a sports. It is game. a. It is legitimately. It's like a made-up sport. I think Pyre is probably a better game, but 2K14 means more to me, and I think it's more of a sports it's game. It's more quintessential for sure. So I'm going to take 2K14. But shout out once again to uh, Supergiant. And then for my wild card. Mm, there's so many games left. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should just go ahead and take a battle royale, just see what you take. Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to take my Battle Royale. I'm taking Apex over PUBG. That was uh, definitely my number two ranked. I, I think 
there was a time period where I would have said PUBG was the best. I think Apex has eclipsed it. Whenever I get the itch for Battle Royales, I play Apex. It's just the perfect mix to me of like somewhere between arcadey and realistic. Uh, and it has definitely held up better than PUBG has. Yeah. So all I have left are my wildcard Metacritic. So you have... Open world. Open world. Card. Open world's still there, Metacritic. right? So I have to go to open world. I don't have to, but I'm going to. <laughs> and I can take GTA Five out of the running, because this is where I originally had it listed, but I got sure. it as an online game. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of regretting taking Skyrim now mm. in my RPG because I could have taken it here. Yeah, you could have. And saved another game from my RPG. Mm. Oh, this is tough. And I could have taken Spider-Man here. I really occupied a lot of these open world games in other categories. Yeah. I took Arkham Asylum last week. I could take Arkham City. <laughs> I was wondering if it was going to go or not. But... I've sort of talked repeatedly how I've kind of grown distant to the Arkham franchise. Yeah. So, I'm going to take Red Dead Redemption 1. Oh, all as right. As my open world game. Solid pick. Another one of my favorite games ever. It's I know when we recently ranked our favorite games of all time, I ranked Red Dead 2 higher. But Red Dead 1 is certainly more nostalgic sure. for me. Uh, sure. And was probably it was the first Rockstar game I ever loved. Mm. I could put it that way. Well put. Shout out to Tanner Ranch, which is a place in Red Dead 1. And so that was my 23rd. So now you just have your wild card and your Metacritic left. That would be it. I like that we always take these last. It's yeah. kind of a nice little fun thing. And it's really now open season. Oh my god, dude. The world is your oyster. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to go through some of the ones you have left? Just on your board? Or do you want me to do that when I do mine? Uh, I'll probably do it in mine anyway. Because I like doing that. I like talking about what's on the board. Man, okay, yeah. Here's what I'll say. Okay. Overwatch was a game that I was yeah. considering yeah. Uh, because I figured it would get taken somewhere, but because they were more classic shooters, yeah, I didn't think we would take it there. So I wanted to list it on the off chance, but I don't want it. <laughs> a game, my favorite game from the franchise that it emanates from, Far Cry Three. Ooh, uh, solid shout. Because also could have been taken as an open world, also could have been taken as a shooter. Yep. I could take Journey, which truly fits the definition of a wild card. I had that. That was my sneaky online game. Yeah. And I, I thought the same thing. <laughs> I put it there and I was like, oh, that'd be funny. But there was other stuff I wanted. But I have to retaliate. Okay. For a game that you took I know took what you're earlier. taking then. Uh, I almost took it before you <laughs> And because, oh, and I'll walk you back from my thinking here. When I just took an RPG, yeah, I took Skyrim. Yeah, Part of me was regretting taking Skyrim there. I could have taken Skyrim as my open world game. And then I could have taken Dark Souls oh. as my RPG. Sure. Because I want a From Software game. Yeah, so you're taking. But the From Software <laughs> game that I want is Sekiro. Sekiro, yeah. Sekiro's awesome, man. I like that game more and more the further I get away Absolutely. from it. Absolutely. It is amazing. It's so good. And still to this day... My favorite combat in a video game. That was legitimately when I was thinking about taking my wild card before my battle royale, that was the game I was going to take. Mm. But I think there's a lot of fun still out there. So are you, is it back to me? It's back to you and then all I'll have left is my Metacritic when it comes back to me. All right. 
Well, I'll do I'll do my Metacritic one first. Okay. Just because it's fun that way. You're really going to save your wild card. I like it. Yeah. So here are the here are the contenders in my Metacritic <laughs> below seventy five. Cook Serve Delicious Two, great game. Shout out to the Vertigo friends. PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. That's yeah. That's a definition of one of those games. Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. Ooh. Seventy four. Wow. Or 70, 75, maybe that might have been the last. If seventy five counts. Tricky Towers, below seventy five. But the game I'm taking, the game I spent way too many hours in for not how great it is, Kills Own Shadowfall. <laughs> God dang it! <laughs> of all the games to get upset about, it's fucking Kills Own Shadowfall. I hate you for taking that. <laughs> Dude, we spent so much time in it. We did. And it's that was even, why I wanted it, because I wanted to talk about it. But now you get to talk about it. <laughs> Dude, I don't know that we've ever enjoyed... I don't know that I've ever enjoyed seeing a map on a game, like when your loading screen comes up, more than seeing Penthouse and yeah. Kills on Shadowfall. Because you could just do those drop kills from the spawn, and it was so fun. That was just... You know, I was in... Were you in college at that point yet, or are you still in high school? Well, it was... No, I was still in high school. It was 2014, right? 13 or 14. Yeah, so... Uh, we were in the dorm and yeah. you were in high school and it was just the right place, right time kind of game yep. to just spend tons of hours in a shooter. Yeah. And it was the one that maybe what you were right. It was 2014 because 2014 is what I refer to as the dead year. Oh, right. 2014 was not a great year overall for games. Yeah. Um, Call of Duty Ghosts. And because Ghosts sucked ass. Yeah. Uh, that was our sort of shooter that we latched onto that fall. And it was the it was a launch game for the PS4. Yes. So it was like, and it was really a pretty game. Like the multiplayer was fun. Yeah, it looked good. The single player wasn't bad either. It was kind of fun. I never finished the single player. I didn't either. I played like three hours of it, but it was fine. Okay, so I'm just going to quickly go over. There's a lot of games, so I'm going to go quickly. But uh, some of the games still on the board. Doom. Mm-hmm. Control. Yep, I thought about Control. Uh, Overwatch, which we talked about. Call of Duty Black Ops 2, if you wanted to go to the Call of Duty route. Hitman. For, for our our beloved IO, uh, let's see here. Rayman Legends still on the board. Super Mario 3D World, V V V V V V V. Great game. Sound Shapes is still out there. Arkham City, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Fault New Vegas, Watch Dogs Two. Bastion still out there. Mm. Uh, Super Street Fighter Four we mentioned earlier. Pyre, Super Mario Maker, and Mario Maker Two. Return of the Obra Dinn. Florence, maybe the best mobile game of all time, in my opinion. Uh, Antichamber, The Witness, Into the Breach, Tetris Effect, Return of the Obra Dinn. Journey, we talked about. Emily is Away 2, mm. one of my favorite games of all time, but I don't know if it, it makes the list in this kind of exercise. Severed, Slay the Spire, still out there. Flappy Bird, Sunset Overdrive, Ori in the Blind Forest, Super Mario 3D World. Uh, a normal lost phone, Persona Four Golden, Persona Five, which is very high up on my list. But the game I'm taking is none other than another game I put way too many hours into. I'm taking Civ Five. I love the Civilization series. I've taken, I think I've taken a Civ. No, I didn't take a Civ last time, but I took one in the '90s. Uh, but this game, I, it, it's hard to explain how much I love it. Uh, and and just how many hours I've killed playing Civ, and Civ Five is the leader of that. Mm. All right, Jay. All that's left is your Metacritic. Well, here's the thing. 
Persona 5 not getting taken is a shame. True. Game's, game's great. I'm a little... It's, it's like I hate to take a game that's already been mentioned at this point. <laughs> okay. Because Tricky Towers, absolutely. And I might do it. You might. But I'm scrambling because I'm like, is there anything else mm. that's worth taking at this point? And there was one other game. Okay. And I'm kind of tempted to do it. Partly because I'm kind of convinced at this point that no one besides me and you remembers what Tricky Towers is. <laughs> Much as we love it, <laughs> that's true. We're we're two of the uh, last vestiges of Tricky Towers knowledge. And let me just confirm, and I'm pretty sure it was under seventy five. Yes, it is. So, okay. uh, you know what? I'm going to do it. A game that on PC seventy three, Xbox seventy two, PS four sixty nine. Nice. I'm taking Mad Max. Oh, good pick. Uh, a game oh, that, all for that all that I've heard, is pr- legitimately underrated. Yeah. Like, critically underrated. Yeah. A lot of these games are underplayed. Sure. But this seems like one of the few that is critically underrated. That critics didn't love it, but for the most part, people actually really, really liked it. Yeah. Uh, and it was coming out pretty, you know, in turn with Mad Max Fury Road, or it was around the same time. Yep. So there was a little bit of a Mad Max fervor Renaissance, there for a couple yeah. of years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this game, and I'm trying to remember exactly, it kind of has roots now that have spread into the development of Rage. Rage 2, right? Yes, Rage 2. Because that was going to be Mad Max 2, 2, and then they re-skinned yeah. it. So in a way, this game lives on. It does. Yeah. Uh, and Avalanche, obviously, you know, a really prolific and really good developer. They did uh, just this is sort of an well, underrated right? game on their catalog. Yes, they did. So yeah. uh, Mad Max is my choice for underrated game. Very nice. Do you want to go over your lineup? Let's see here. Let me... Add that one in as my 25th selection. And this will be in genre order, right? Not pick order? Uh, This will be in genre order, but my genre order was a little different because I included things where I thought they should. Sure, fit. sure, sure. Yeah, that's fine. But in genre order, Doesn't not in matter. pick order, my selections were Uncharted 4, mm. Celeste, Red Dead Redemption, Hollow Knight, mm. God of War, Skyrim, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Super Mario Galaxy 2, Rocket League, mm. Portal 2, Dying mm. Light, Jackbox Party Pack Three. <laughs> That's funny. We took Firewatch, Undertale, Fortnite, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, GTA Five, Stardew Valley, Spider Man PS4, Stardew such a good pick. Halo Reach, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Pokemon Ugh. Go breaks my heart. Don't Starve, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and Mad Max. It's a hell of a lineup. It is, and it's. Like I said, I waited, and so the picture's sporadic. Like, among all that list, I said Jackbox Party Pack 3 before I said The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which is kind of funny. Oh, oh, in your In the way it recount. was listed. I was like, wait, Like, what? you expect to hear the heavy hitters early. Yes, yeah, But yeah. then you're like, oh, here's these random games. Oh, shit, there's Breath of the Wild. Right. For my uh, in-genre order as well. Yeah. Bioshock Infinite, Cuphead, Red Dead 2, The Last of Us, Bloodborne, Injustice, Little Big Planet 2. NBA 2K14, Transistor, PT, Jackbox Party Pack, Towerfall Ascension, Destiny, Peggle 2, Uncharted 3, Minecraft, Super Mario Odyssey, Shovel Knight, Gone Home, Hotline Miami, Apex Legends, Guacamelee, The Stanley Parable, Civilization 5, Killzone Shadowfall. Two absolute, like... Splatfests. <laughs> I knew we were going to go lists. back to it. 
Hell yeah. There's no better way to put it. That was it. I mean, the 2010s, obviously there's some recency bias. Sure. But what an absolute hellacious decade of video games. It's got to be the best decade in video game history, I right? think it's, it would be tough For to argue anyway. against it. Yeah. Um, there's just, again, there's some downtimes. Yeah. You know, there were some lean years there. There were. 2014. 2014, yeah. Uh, but uh, on the most part, that was an absolute hell of a slate of games. Let us know who you think won in the comments or on Twitter, Double Tap Pod. And for now, Tanner, what recommendation are you going to leave us off with? As much as I want to recommend Ib, Ib uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to recommend Gunfire Reborn because mm. it came out of nowhere for me. I, I didn't I didn't expect uh, to enjoy it as much as I did, even though I thought it would be fun. Uh, and it's it's way more layered and nuanced than I thought in a similar vein of like Risk of Rain 2 from a few weeks ago. Just one of those games I want to keep doing one more run in, and those are always fun. So I've got one of those Nebulous video game ones? adjacent oh, here we go. recommendations Strap this week. In. I'm going to recommend a fella by the name of Friedrich Hobbitler. <laughs> what? Friedrich Hobbitler, who I'm assuming is German or Eastern European of some persuasion. Swedish, maybe, yeah. Uh, is a fella who <laughs> takes, fella. like, anime and TV and movie themes and video game themes and does, like, metal, like, covers of oh, them. Oh, he's one of these guys. Okay. He's one of these guys. So... I'll admit, the reason I was drawn to him was yeah. because of his metal covers of, like, Dragon Ball Z mm. sort of theme songs. Sure. Like, on my, like, workout playlist, he's got, like, the Super Saiyan 3 theme, Gogeta's <laughs> theme, uh, the Budokai 3 opening theme. So there's a little bit of video game for you. Yeah. One that was a deeper cut, though, but this is a really awesome metal cover, is Bloody Tears, which is the theme song to Castlevania 2. Oh, And cool. his version of this song absolutely slaps. Hell yeah. Uh, so if you're an anime fan, if you're just like a metal, like orchestral sounding metal music, this dude does some really sick covers. All of his stuff's on Spotify. That's so cool. Go check him out. That one's not that nebulous. No, not because he had a few your, of them. Uh, that were, no, it's not Cheez-Its. <laughs> or uh, the uh, whatever your desk AC unit thing was. Oh. <laughs> That's what I always think I of. I love that thing. Uh, but again, let us know who had the better roster. Maybe let us know who won overall. Yeah. Past three drafts. Uh, there was a lot of amazing games. Go yes. play some of them. Yeah. Until next time, we're tapping out.